0: Hey, 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 my friends, happy Monday. I'm really excited to talk to you today about conquering the scale. And I had had this topic already planned before I had gone to church this morning. And one thing that the pastor said in our sermon this morning really fit with what I'm going to talk to you about today. So he had mentioned that things of this world are always trying to shape us. If we're watching the news, the news is shaping us. If we're on social media, social media is shaping us. If we're watching sports, that can be shaping us. The world is always shaping us. What we're giving our attention to shapes us. And so he was encouraging us to be in God's Word and to pre to be praying so that we, can unshape ourselves from what the world is trying to shape us into and become more shaped by the Word of God and what God has to say about us. And I was thinking about that in terms of what I want to talk to you today about conquering the scale. Because I also believe that what the scale tells us we weigh Shapes us. It shapes what we think about ourselves. It shapes how we feel about ourselves. It shapes the stories that we're believing about ourselves. So I want to talk about understanding our relationship with the scale, how to not be shaped by what the scale is telling us. And then I'm going to end with three things that the scale cannot tell us. Three things that the scale can and cannot tell us. So first of all, it's really important that we understand our relationship with the scale. Now, a relationship is a collection of thoughts. Okay, so if we have a relationship with a person or a thing, it is because we have a collection of thoughts about that thing or about that person. And most of us don't have a great relationship with the scale, right? We blame the scale for how we feel, ruining our day or stalling our weight loss. And so we give the scale a lot of credit also. We can blame it for making us feel bad, but then we also give it a lot of credit if we get excited about it, right? We get excited if it cooperates, as if our food and our urges and anything we did had anything to do with the scale going down. So I want you to think about having a relationship with the scale as if you have a relationship with a human. And how is your relationship with the scale? Are you giving it too much power? Are you blaming it too much for the bad days? Are you giving it too much credit for when the things that you've done to lose weight are actually about you and the habits you're creating? So important to notice that. Because remember, the scale just sits there, right? It it cannot cause our feelings. And I know that for most of us, when we've had a lifetime of dieting and trying to lose weight and fit in a certain size clothes and look a certain way, it's really hard to imagine that the number on the scale does not create our feelings. But I promise you. It doesn't. The scale just sits there, and then it spits out a number. Okay? Anything we think, feel, or do is our responsibility after that. How we feel is not the scale's fault. Okay? The scale and the number on the scale doesn't mean anything about you until you have a thought about it. Okay, so our brain has a lot of old stories that pop up when we weigh ourselves. I still have thoughts like, I'm too big, or I'm going backwards, I'm undoing all of my hard work. If I weigh myself, and I've gained a few pounds, or I've come back from vacation, I still have these old thoughts that come back. My brain offers me these stories that I'm going backwards, that I'm too big, that I'm undoing everything I've accomplished. But here's the secret. The thoughts your brain offers you are not the problem. Okay, your brain can offer you All kinds of stories, all kinds of thoughts. Where we get stuck is when we believe them. Okay. When our brain, or I like to say the enemy himself, he wants to keep us feeling bad about ourselves. Because what happens when we feel bad about ourselves? We hide, right? We don't go and serve others. We don't go live a loving life when we feel bad about ourselves. The enemy wants to keep us small. He wants to keep us in shame. He wants to keep us hiding. And one way he does this is he offers our brain stories that make us feel bad. Now, the actual thoughts that pop in our head, like I said, are not the problem. It's when we believe them that it's the problem. Our automatic thinking is only a problem when we listen to it, okay? And we can unwind these stories and these thoughts when we start using the scale as a thought reveal. So I want you to think about your relationship with the scale as a way to reveal all of the stories that are keeping you small that the scale is actually helping you grow and expand your thinking so that you can go make a bigger difference in the world. And honestly, you can make the biggest difference in the world whether or not the scale moves. The scale doesn't have to move. For you to go make a huge difference in the world Be filled with the love of God and then go spill that love over onto others. But the enemy wants to keep us thinking that if the scale doesn't move, that we should be ashamed of ourselves, that we should hide, that we're not good enough. So think about the scale and every time you weigh in as a thought reveal and a way to challenge and question the thoughts the enemy wants you to. To believe, Because when you start noticing the thoughts that you have around what you weigh, you can pivot to think something that makes you feel better. Now, we don't have to try to feel all rainbow and daisies about what we weigh, but if we can just feel 10% better than feeling terrible, it's a win. Okay, so for example... Let's say you weigh and you have a thought like, I should have lost more or I'm losing too slow, right? This is often a thought that can happen. I should have lost more. We could pivot that thought to something like, maybe I could have lost more, but something I did this week made the scale move in the right direction. And we feel just 10% better than just believing we should have lost more. Now, remember anything that feels bad or terrible or amazing, it's a thought, it's a story, it's optional we can challenge it. We don't have to believe it. So if you stand on the scale and you are feeling bad and you're feeling terrible, or maybe you're feeling through the roof excited, just remember, it's all story. Because what's creating our feelings is what we're thinking about the number. Okay, because numbers are emotionless. Numbers are just Facts. They're neutral. They cannot cause our feelings until we tie a thought to them. And honestly, we have been taught to over rely on the scale, right? Like, we basically use the scale as a measure of success. And we also use the scale as a measure of self worth. Like, think about when you go to the doctor. Or maybe you've been part of a program like Weight Watchers, where every week you have to report your weight. Or you go to the doctor, and every time you go, the first thing they do is they stand you on the scale. And if the scale has gone up, it's like, have you been bad? Right? And sometimes we go back into like versions of our younger selves, like like we're going to get in trouble. Have you experienced that where you've had to weigh in front of another person? And it's like, if the scale goes up or if the number's too high, it means we're gonna get in trouble, right? And so we have been taught this. This is what society teaches us. But we have no idea what that number represents, Right? There are so many reasons the scale would either stay the same or go up. Your body, if you're on a weight loss journey and you followed your protocol and you felt like you've made good choices but the scale did not move, it could be because your body hasn't wanted to flush all of the fat out yet. You have fat cells in your body and they grow as you gain weight. So when you lose weight and this the fat cell starts to shrink, the body's not quite sure if it's going to survive, so it fills that fat cell with water until it knows we're going to be okay. So you might stay the same or you might go up just a tad for a few weeks. While your body gets used to having those smaller fat cells, and then it will decide to flush the water out and you'll have a weight loss. Or maybe it's a hormonal fluctuation, or maybe it's an allergy reaction that you're having, or maybe you have inflammation, or maybe water retention. There's so many reasons the scale would not move or possibly go up. It's not because you were bad or that you should shame yourself in any way. When the scale is our only measure of success, we do pretty crazy things to make the scale move. Like I remember, you know, going to the doctor or doing weekly Weight Watcher weigh-ins or being accountable to another person, you know. And maybe you've experienced this too, where if it's your weigh-in day, right, we starve ourselves. We won't even drink water during the day. It's like, oh, after work, I have to go weigh myself. So I'm just not going to drink any water. I'm not going to eat anything until after my weigh-in. And we don't even realize the habits that we're forming. We're giving so much power to what the scale says. We're not even realizing the restrictive and binge cycles that we're creating for ourselves. And that's what would happen with me. Then after I'd weigh in, I'd go eat the pantry. I would restrict all day and then go binge. And that's not a way I want to live just for a number on the scale that doesn't even tell me much about my body in the moment. So let's talk about what the scale can and can't tell us. Okay, number one, the scale can tell us what we weigh today. It can give us the number. What it can't tell us is if we've been good or bad. Okay, the scale can't tell us that. So I want to look at Romans 10.4, where it says, for Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. And as a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. So we want God's word to shape us, Not the scale. If we are looking at the scale and we're allowing it to create stories about ourselves that we've been bad, that we should have been better, that we did it all wrong, we are letting the scale shape us and our belief about ourselves. We want to unwind this and we want Romans 10, verse 4. To shape us the truth of God's word, which is as a result, all who believe in God are made right with God. We are righteous in Jesus. It's all been paid for. And that's what we want to believe. So if the scale has gone up or it hasn't moved, it doesn't mean we've been bad. And if the scale has gone down, it doesn't mean we've been good. It's because of what Jesus has done for us that has made us right with God. And let's let that truth shape us. Okay, the second thing the scale can tell us, it can tell us the gravitational force of our body in that moment on earth. That's it. What's the number of the gravitational force our body has in that moment? That's what the scale can tell us. Okay, The scale cannot tell us if we're too big, if we're on track, if we're losing too slow, or if we're not losing enough. The scale cannot tell us that. Okay, those are all stories we are making that number mean about ourselves. When we allow the scale to shape, us believing we're too big, or we're not on track, or we're losing too slow, or we're not losing enough. We're allowing the scale to shape us. Let's look at Romans 8.28. It says, for his spirit, oh wait, no, that's the wrong one. 8.28. Oh shoot, give me just a minute. Um. Oh, here we go. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. We know that God causes everything to work together for our good. And this is such a powerful promise. When we resist reality, we suffer. So whatever the scale says about you, whatever the number says, it's just reality and it is what is. We don't have to make it mean that everything has gone wrong, okay? And the third thing that the scale can and cannot tell us is it can tell us the weight of our bones, our organs, our tissues, our fatty cells, right? It can spit out that number for us. What it can't tell us is if we're attractive, or loved, or wanted. And if we look at 1 John 4, 9 through 10, it says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world, so that we might have eternal life with him. And this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. God loves us. We are loved and worthy just as we are. The scale cannot tell us this. So let's use these three promises to shape our belief about ourselves and go out into the world and make a change by loving others. Because if we accept Christ's love for us, it will overflow into other people. All right, my friends, thanks so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And until next week, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to be taking three people through my 12-week Christian weight loss coaching program. And if you'd like to set a goal for yourself to lose 30 pounds in 90 days, I'd like to invite you to sign up for a free 30-minute call on Zoom to see if the program would be a good fit for you. I love you, my friends. Have a great day.